My title tonight is called Unlabeled. Turn to your neighbor and say, Unlabeled. So we know that we learned by watching the video that the sun is 93 million miles from us. And if we were any closer, if we were just an inch closer, we would actually burn up here on Earth. If we were to move back the other way, just even an inch, we would freeze to death. It, it is absolutely crazy the way that God set up our galaxy. The moon stabilizes our Earth's, the Earth's rotation. The Earth, the moon uh, prevents drastic movements for the Earth, and the moon for the Earth controls the ocean tide. You know, Jupiter is like a vacuum, and it cleans up debris, rocks the size of cars, big ones that are as large as the moon. Our planet Earth, 70% water different than anything else they've ever found. They have not found anything like us anywhere. And you can look at your neighbor and say, yeah, you're pretty cool, right? You're pretty cool. They have not found you anywhere else. They haven't, right? No way. We are the only planet to have humans. Earth has oxygen, water, temperature, and it has a balance to support life. I showed you that video to say why. I showed you that video because I want you to think something for a minute. If, if this planet is so unique and there's nothing that can come close or compare, if you just think, just think how really small we are in the entire universe, but yet how special and how unique we are, there's no absolute way that we're here by chance. There's no absolute way that we evolved. There's no way, big bang, boom, ba, boom. And tonight, and, and again, I'm one of those debaters. I'd love to. This is not the spot for it. But if you, anyone would love to debate on those things, I would love to. But what I need you to hear loud and clear is that if you truly study where you live, you will see that it points to something big, that it points to something else. Isaiah 40, 28 says this. Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God. He is the creator of all the earth. He never grows weak or weary. No one can measure the depths of his understanding. Have you never heard? Have you never understood? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator, the creator of the earth. That word creator means to be qualified to do so. Qualified to do so. When, when Isaiah was writing and he said God is the creator of the earth, he's saying he is the only one qualified to do this he selected it he put a process together and he created and he chose exactly how he wanted it done Romans 1.20 says this, For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and sky. Though everything God made, through everything God made, they can clearly see God's invisible qualities, his internal power, divine nature, so they have no excuse for not knowing God. Ever since the world was created. And if there is a creator, the only one who's qualified to create what we see if there is a create, creator, that means that we are the created. So I want you to, to just tap yourself on the shoulder and say, I'm created. Psalms 18.30 says this, God's way is perfect, and the Lord's promises always prove true. He's a shield for all who look to him protection. For God, who is God except the Lord? Who is but our God? He is a solid rock. God's way is perfect. 
God's way is perfect. And if you look at everything, and if you listen, and if you study, that's why Paul was talking about in Romans. Listen, look at the stars, look at the sun, look at the moon, look at the galaxy, look at even yourself, and you will see there is absolutely no way that we came from Slimer monkeys. Absolutely not. God's way is perfect. And that word perfect there is entirely with integrity, with truth, without blemish, complete. God is full. He's perfect. He is so sound. He is without a spot. He's undefiled. God is whole. God is upright. God is perfect. And his ways are perfect. Psalms 12, 6 says this. The words of the Lord are flawless, like silver purified and crucible, like gold refined seven times. The word of the Lord is flawless. Everything that God does is perfect and is flawless. God put this amazing place together for us. He put this amazing, beautiful thing together. But you know what's even more crazy? And I like the stars, and I like the sun, and I like the moon, but you know what's even more crazy? You know what's even more amazing? You are. Psalms 139.13 says, you are, Bobby. Psalms 139.13 says, even if you spiked into my face, I still owe you, but you're still amazing. Psalms 139.13 says, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body. You knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous and how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was put together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born, and every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me, O oh God. They can't be numbered. They can't, I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of the sand. And when I wake up, you were still with me. The writer, the psalmist says, listen, you made me. You put me together. You know what's crazy about us? The DNA in our body... The DNA in our body is 60 trillion feet long, 10 billion miles. So just as amazing as Earth, planet Earth is, so is the body that God gave you. 60 trillion feet of DNA inside of us, 10 billion miles. And if you were to stretch out the DNA inside of your body to the sun, that's 93 million miles away, you could travel to the sun and back 61 times. One human body, the DNA in every single one of us that is 10 billion miles long. It's crazy. But you know what's weird? You know what's weird? God is, God is perfect. God is flawless. And no matter, no matter how perfect he is and no matter how flawless God is, how many of us have seen how imperfect we are? And how many of us, if you just go to junior high school and you listen to the words that you guys call each other, it amazes me. And I was in junior high, and we have some of those words tonight. Actually, Joel, Josh, Bobby, come on down. Joel, Josh, and Bobby, come on down. Joel, Josh, and Bobby. Grab your microphone, Mr. Joel. Come on up here. Stand up here in the front. Mr. Joel's got some labels he's going to put on you. Stand around, taste, turn around, face them. Thank you, Ms. Weigel. Don't worry about it. Okay, you can get in a minute. Too bad. All right. So, we have one problem. 
stand over here. We have one problem. No matter how good God is, you know what the problem is? And, and you know, Matt, no matter how good he put us together, you know what the problem is? It's our flaws. It's our flaws. Because, you know, real easily we have 49 names. And the 49 names, to be honest, most of you weren't honest. Most of us in this room were not. There was some honesty, but there wasn't enough honesty. There's a lot. But with 30 of us here, I guarantee you, you can times that times 10 is the amount of names that we've been called. There's 49, and with 30 people, easy times 10, the amount of names that we've been called. So God is good. God is perfect. God is flawless. But who's not? Right? We're not. So, boys, stand up. Joel's going to give you some, some labels. You got to take them off and stick them on her. Yeah. You want to help her? Adri, come here real quick. Come help Joel roll fast. Take off the stickers. Is that all right? Is that okay? You just got to peel the stickers real quick. You got to help her come in, Joel. You got to help her right here. That's good for now. Let's switch out. Nolan, come on up here. You two sit down. Nolan and Shiloh, come on up here real fast. You two sit down. Hurry up, grab a seat. All right. Just, right. just turn around. We're just going to give you a few labels. You don't have to read them. You don't even have to know them. You don't even have to look at them. Hold the ball. You got to save some for Joel, too. Tag in his back for me. Put the rest on Joel. There's that six pack he was talking about. Did you see that? Tomato, nice. Tomato, tomato. Bozo. Joel, did you get enough? No, give Joel a few more, guys. No. Joel gets the rest. You'll find out here in a second. You'll find out in a second. You'll find out. Just finish that page. No more. Okay. All right, cool. That's cool. Thank you.
Oops, sorry. All right, thank you. All right, so if you three can stand together and, and look at our lovely crowd out there. So real quick, and then we're gonna close here, but I need you to listen, and I need you to listen really closely, okay? Proverbs 18:21 says, the tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When you were born, your parents gave you a name. You get your first label. You grow a little bit, you get called a nickname. You have your second label. The older you get, you start going to school, kids start calling you all kinds of names, right? You know what the challenge is? We as people, what happens as kids is they start taking their labels and they start accepting it for who, for who they are. They take, they take that, Bobby, zip it, okay? Zip it for a minute, thanks. The problem is when you're a teenager, you take that label and you start accepting it and believing that this is what you are. Then the issue is when you get just a little bit older, when you get a little bit older, you know what happens? All the labels you had growing up, you never dealt with them, and you become, like my friend here, who's full of labels. And honestly, every situation, every circumstance, everything that you do, it's run by your labels. Kids who don't know how to deal with the labels that are given to them, I go to Walmart and you can hear parents calling their own kids horrible names, names that I can't even say right now. They are mean, grotesque, rude. It is, is horrible. But those kids grow up and they are so full of labels. They're so full of names that they've been called all their lives and they don't know what to do with it. Every situation. Give them a hand. Thank you. So I've got one more minute, and then we're going to land the plane. Turn to your neighbor and say, we're going to land the plane. Second Corinthians 5.16 says this. So we've stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ Jesus has become a new person. Joel, actually, can you come back up here real quick? That means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Now, Joel, how many times have you asked God into your life? Shh. How many times have you said a prayer, done the sinner's prayer, or prayed and asked God for help? <laughs> right? So here, here's the thing. If Paul said that when you ask Jesus into your life and you surrender and you give everything over to him, you become a completely new person. But you know what happens when you become a completely new person? Many adults, you know what they do? God, no, 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 God. No, nope, you can't have that, God. No, you can't have it. And that's why Joel had to have more because every one of us adults in here, we still have labels on us. Every one of us in here, we have labels on us. And you know what we're doing? 
God, no, 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 you can't touch my label. I become comfortable with this label. I become comfortable with it. I've been comfortable with this. I've been comfortable with this. I've been comfortable with this. Thank you. So as we land the plane, we're going to close and pray, and then we're going to dismiss. We have some cash and Starbucks to give out. I have one last verse. Ecclesiastes 12.1 says this. Don't let the excitement of your youth cause you to forget your creator. If there is a creator, that means that we are a what? Created, right? If he's a creator and we're the created, right? Creator, created then we have to look up. Then you have to look up. Don't let the excitement of your youth cause you to forget your creator. Honor him in your youth before you grow old and say, life is not pleasant anymore. So as we land the plane tonight, God knows what he's doing. Look at how, created, how he created this place. He cares about you. God knows every single detail about you. And he wants to work out everything that is good for you. He has a plan for you. He's never going to leave you. No matter how dark it seems out, God wants to spend forever with you. Even when it's your day, when it's the day to leave, God wants to spend eternity with you. You were given this life because you were strong enough to live it. And my last thing is this. How cool is it that the same God who created the mountains, the oceans, the galaxies... Looked and thought, the world needs one of you too. How cool is it that the same God who created the mountains, the oceans, the galaxies looked and thought the world needed one of you too. You're special tonight. And no matter what anyone has labeled you, I've been given a lot of labels. I was made fun of as a kid a lot. Just like some of us in here. We all, we all were made fun of, and then we took our turns making fun of, right? And I can't tell you how mean and rude I have been as a young person to, to kids, to even my friends, right? Parents sometimes say mean things to each other, right? Parents say mean things to their kids once in a while. There are so many words and so many labels that are being put out there today, but what God wants you to hear is this. He created you and you're special and he loves you he's your creator and he loves you and you do not have to live by anything that the world tells you you just need to live by what he tells you you're loved you're awesome you're amazing let's pray God, we come to you tonight. We thank you for a beautiful night. God, we thank you for the opportunity to worship. God, we thank you for the opportunity to eat food that doesn't stick to our bodies, God, so that we're nice and healthy. God, we thank you for the opportunity just to come together, to have fun, to play volleyball. God, to have a youth night, to have a little fun, to have a little party, to have a get-together. God, to read your word. God, to learn about you, to talk about you. God, and most importantly in this moment, God, to lay down the labels that friends, that family, the parents the teachers, that social media. God, we just take this moment and we lay every one of those labels down. If there's a thought that's coming to your mind right now, something that someone said to you that is bothering you, I want you to take that and I want you to give it to God. If there's one thing that someone has said over your life that really extremely bothers you, I want you to take that and I want you to give that up to God. God doesn't need you to live by any label any man, any woman has put on you. He needs you to live by just one thing, what he calls you. So with your eyes closed and heads bowed tonight, I want to give you an opportunity. 
if you're here, many of us, we've heard about God over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. But tonight the big question is, do you really know God? And how do we know if you know God? It's evident by the way you live for Him. If you love Him, you live for Him. If you know Him, you live for Him. If you don't really know Him, then you probably don't really live for Him. And so tonight with your eyes closed and heads bowed, the question becomes, do you know your Creator? God knows you. He knows every single hair that is on your head. God knows you inside and out. He watches you 24-7. He sees what you do. He sees what you dream about. He sees what you do on your phone, your video games. God sees every single thing, and he knows you. And you know what? And he loves you. God loves you. And if you're here tonight and you want to be honest with our eyes closed and heads bowed and you're saying, I really don't know him, but I know that I need to know him.